Hey y'all, it's Jenny McGrew and this is the Worship Leaders Collective Podcast. Welcome to the Woco Podcast. I'm super pumped to have a very special guest um, with us today, Bailey Hager. Am I saying your last name right, Bailey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. I didn't want to say Hager or anything. I'm sure you've heard it all. Um, Bailey is an awesome young worship leader up in Shelbyville and uh, Tennessee, I guess. Or just at Shelbyville. Yeah, Tennessee. Well, technically, I live in Spring Hill and I drive to Shelbyville. But okay. So, but yeah, Nashville, you just call it Nashville. It's what everybody else calls it. Perfect. Okay. She lives in Nashville. So she's cool. <laughs> she's cool. And I just had the incredible honor of just um, meeting Bailey that I really felt like was the Lord through a songwriting class with Christy Nordoff. And we ended up landing in the same online class. And I had heard quite a bit about Bailey through Corey Voss. So it's just really cool. Um, Bailey, how I, I could just see that God had just really set something up for something. Um, but even for moments like today, and I believe that, um, every moment that we're living each and every day is significant. And I just counted an honor that you're with us today. So thank you for being with us. Thank you. I love you. I love That's you too. I, say. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. And I just had some silly questions just to start with. She had, Bailey had asked me, Hey, what are we going to talk about? And, and I do want to get to talking a little bit about her journey um, because it has been quite a journey and she does have quite a story and we probably won't get into all of her story today, but because Bailey is young and I know that a lot of um, people in our Wilco community are quite young in the millennial generation. I just thought it would be really awesome to have Bailey today with us just to share her heart, just to share her story and her journey, and just to really give, uh, just to get testify Mm -hmm. to the goodness and the grace and mercy and power of God. It's just so beautiful to watch Bailey Mm -hmm. um, press in and press through for what God has for her. So I just want to start light and just start with, you know, just so people can get to know you a little bit. And I just had written a few questions down that I believe I'd sent you as well. Um, first of all, Bailey, how old are you? I'm 24. 24. Oh, are you single? (laughs) 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 Guys, she was tentative on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, where's your home church? Gateway Shelbyville. Who are you serving with under there? Uh, Jason Dodrill is our is the lead pastor at Gateway, and then also Corey Voss is my worship pastor, and I serve uh, Madison Street Worship is the worship ministry at Gateway, so I'm on the team there. So good, so good. And yeah. if you guys haven't downloaded anything from Madison or even mm-hmm. Gateway with their Songs of the House album, I would encourage you guys to do that. It's pure fire. Okay, what's one of your favorite verses? Um, pretty much all of Psalm 91 has gotten yeah. me through a lot and in every translation, it's good. And then I love, um, may the Lord of hope fill you, fill you with all hope by the power of the Holy spirit. That's one of my favorites. But Mine too. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine too. <laughs> you know, we had a prayer night or not a prayer night. We had a worship night 
last night and someone had asked if we could pray over, you know, all those um, horrific shootings that took place mm. yeah. this past weekend in, in the States. And I was telling them, I can remember going to bed and just seeing Louie from Passions post just about El Paso. And then you wake up and then you have, you see three more people on his post and you're just like, what is happening? So we actually prayed that yeah. scripture last night, oh, wow. you know, that yes. the God of all hope would fill people with all joy and peace and believing that they would abound in hope by yes. the power of the, of his Holy spirit. So powerful mm -hmm. verse, hope changes everything. Oh yeah. Jesus does. name. Yeah. Um, uh, musical. I, I didn't want to just say worship influences. Mm -hmm. but how about musical slash worship influences? I'm adding that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, like outside of worship realm. Um, yeah. Are you going to say like Queen or something like random? No. I mean, well, Coldplay for sure. Yes. Um, Switchfoot for sure. And like Ryan Tedder from Wonder Public, honestly. Yes. Have you seen him live? <laughs> No, not okay. yet. Best concert but. I think I've ever been to. And I was Are you blown serious? away. Like I find that some people in concert, like live, are like, mm. oh, they're not as good as I thought they were. But yeah, he's way better. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. Can, he can write music like nobody's business. He can sing yeah. like nobody's business. But again, John Foreman, amazing lyricist. Yes. Yeah. So good. Anyway. Okay, yeah. who else? One more. Um, in the in the worship realm, maybe. Um, definitely Rita Springer. Yeah, love okay. and uh, Laura Hackett from the prayer room. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she knows the word, man, that, and yeah. it comes out when she worships. Right, I'm just like <laughs> awesome. But yeah. Okay, so what would your older self, because you're old enough mm -hmm. to look back 10 years now. Yeah. <laughs> what would your older self tell your 10 years ago self? If you could wow. say a couple of things. Yeah. Um, 10 years ago, I was living overseas. Um, my mom was in a hard marriage. And yeah, our lives were kind of a mess. So if I could tell my younger self something, I would say to continue to protect my innocence and that I would really talk about hope because I learned that hope is the expectation of good. And I think that back then I didn't know if things would ever get better or easier. Um, and so I would definitely just tell myself like, being set apart is worth it. That was really hard. I've always been set apart and it's not always been easy and I didn't understand. So I would tell myself that it was worth it to be set apart. And I would say to hold on to hope and expect good because it's coming. Wow. So, yeah. That was beautiful. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Wow. Amen. So I think that's a great segue into what I really wanted to get into today. Mm -hmm. Um, was that you've been through quite a lot. No, obviously we're still getting to know each other. And, um, but even with taking that online songwriting class, you had mm -hmm. just been 
through something that was major, you know, and perhaps you're going to bring that up today and perhaps you're not, and you're going to talk about something else. And I've just really left that yeah. with you. Um, but would you just tell us a little bit perhaps about your journey and, yeah. and perhaps as you're sharing a little bit about your journey and, and I'd asked Bailey to share about her journey because, um, I'm a pastor of a church and it's just, I'm very aware of being a pastor and obviously just looking at the world and where it's at right now, that life is hard mm-hmm. for so many people. And we do need to hold on to hope Yes, because it is the anchor for our soul. And that hope ain't going anywhere Yeah, because we just hold on to Jesus. And, and yesterday I had, um, I had, I had just asked the church and we were singing this new song that we're singing in the house called Jesus over everything. And I did a rare thing, but like talk in the middle of my set list, which I don't normally do, mm-hmm. but I just felt like there's just this rare vulnerable moment. And I just asked the congregation, I said, Hey guys, uh, I said, who's going through a hard time right now? Who needs Jesus? You know, who needs Jesus just to come in with a divine intervention in life? And I'm telling you, I think 99% of the people wow. put their hands up. Yeah. Um, so I, I love days like this where you're just willing to share about your story because people need to see to to see people like themselves that are going through the fire, that have gone through the fire, that feel like the waters, as Isaiah 43 says, you know, um, and the and the rivers they're not going to overwhelm you, they're not going to overflow. But as yeah. we're going through these seasons in life how are other people getting through it, you know, and, and how do we get through it? Um, being real, being authentic, um, but not, um, but, but not smelling like smoke, you know, like with, um, you know, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, like we know that story, you know, we've even had people say, you're going to go through this fire and you're not going to smell like smoke, you know, is, is that possible? And which I believe, yeah, it is. It is possible because when Jesus is with us, he protects us. Just like Psalm 91 says, you know, that even in one translation, I always laugh at this translation, but it talks about, well, and he will cover you with his feathers, you know? Yeah. It's kind (laughs) of like laughing at, okay, you know, you get this picture of like feathers and it's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool, you know? (laughs) But it's true though, you know, that he who dwells in the secret place of the most high God shall abide. Yes, under oh the gosh. shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, yep. in whom I will trust. And He will cover us with yeah. His feathers. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, and if I could just laugh just to make a light, you know, with that, because He is so good and, and God is so faithful. He's yeah. so faithful. And there's so much hope in our future when Jesus is in it. So um, I think it's wonderful that you could just share a little bit about your story today. And yeah. just to give people some hope. Absolutely. Um, yeah, where to start? I mean, I, I've told a little bit of my story, like in a nutshell before. And so I'm the oldest of four siblings. Um, my youngest brother is uh, 10 years old. And uh, he just turned 10 in May or he's, yeah, 10 and a half. I don't even know anymore. I can't keep track. Um, so I was 14 when he was born and that was, that was crazy. And he was born when we were overseas. So my mom had me as a teenage, a teenager. She had me at 17. So there's that already. And then 
married uh, my dad who adopted me when I was two years old um, and then divorced and then remarried and then divorced again because it just was not a good situation. And I went through a lot of different kinds of abuse, honestly. And um, through that, I was raised in church for the beginning of my life. Um, and I'm the kind of person that like when you like when you instill a belief in me and I believe it, even if you were to change your mind, I'm not going to. Right. And I think that's a gift that the Holy Spirit gave me because when my, the rest of my family left, you know, church and was not living how they had originally like let, like raised me to live, right. I was like, why are you doing this? Like I'm I'm still going to do what I was taught. And I think that's such a gift. It's just protection right. on my right. life. Mm-hmm. And I, I still stuck with it, even though I wasn't, you know, it wasn't everything and I didn't know a lot. Um, and so I wasn't in church for a good, probably four and a half years. Cause when we were overseas, there just was not really anything. Um, I was in Germany for three years in the military. My stepdad joined the military. So I was in military life and overseas in Germany, which was crazy. Um, And so then we moved back to the States and I went to college and my mom got divorced out of that marriage. And after that, um, I wasn't able to stay at university because it was too expensive and I didn't know where to go. And I had met a guy named Dustin Smith. Um, part of a ministry called Here Be Lions, and him and my mom grew up together. But he told me about a school of ministry they were starting mm-hmm. in 2014, a school of worship, actually. And I remembered that he had told me that, even though I never thought I would go, because I was like, oh, "I'm going to university. I'm going to do music business." Like, no thanks. Um, right. And then I couldn't stay there, and I was like, "I'm not going home," because it would have been like, <laughs> an I to- it would have been an "I told you so" moment for my mom, <laughs> to be honest. So I moved to Kansas City, not knowing anybody, packed up my stuff and went to school of worship and got my life radically changed by the presence of God. It was the first time I'd ever encountered the presence of God so strong that like it would completely just, it was so tangible. Um, I was on antidepressants at that time and got radically just encountered God's presence, encountered the person of Jesus and got set free from anxiety and depression. Um, Then I started praying for my family. And a year later, my mom gave her life back to the Lord. Praise God. Um, Yeah. Oh my gosh. She texted me in the middle of service. I was in the front row and I got a text from my mom. I knew she had been going back to church and she was like, oh my gosh, I got refilled with the Holy Spirit. I felt the presence of God today and like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like right. sitting in the front row of church trying to watch the sermon. And I'm like <laughs> looking at the phone like, oh my gosh. Right. Um, so that changed my mom's life. And um, yeah, and then I was there. I went to school worship, did that. And then a year, uh, it'll be a year in a couple of weeks. I just moved to Tennessee from Kansas City. I felt like that was the next step. And um, for songwriting, cause that was, a, it's a passion, I believe a calling on my life. And then right before, um, right, not long after I moved, um, before we started the songwriting class, my dad passed away mm-hmm. and my dad that adopted me when I was two years old, who was my dad, um, basically. And that was crazy. Um, I was not expecting it. I've never had such a blow before. Mm. Um, And I remember in those first few days feeling like I was in such a fog 
and I, it was almost weird, like an out of body experience. Like if I can explain it like that, I just felt so not myself and my mind was foggy. And I just remember thinking like, am I ever going to feel normal again? And I think the one piece of advice I got through that, that people told me is like, allow yourself to grieve and to feel it. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that you told me that too. And, Mm -hmm. um, and when, when you prayed for me over FaceTime, which was one of the most powerful prayer experiences I've ever experienced over FaceTime, like there ain't no boundaries with the power of God, which I'm no, thankful for. Not, um, that was, I needed that. But so I've just been walking through that and I've, I'll be honest, at f- times I kept trying to keep myself so busy that I didn't feel it. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing. Um, but I was, you know, right, co-writing and going to worship nights. And you think like all these good things, you're like, oh, these are all good things. But really, I wasn't allowing myself to feel and I was just keeping myself busy. And so once I slowed down, I had a meltdown right. and I realized I was really hurting. And I think I've experienced the Holy Spirit in a new way that I never have and such a, you know, like when you are with a friend, you make a new friend, but then you go through something hard and they're with you through it. And all of a sudden that brings you closer and you, you treasure them so much more because they stuck with you through this hard time. Right. And that's exactly what I feel like I've gone through with Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, when those times I was weeping and I had such a deep pain and all I could say was like, Holy spirit, help me immediate I would have immediate relief and I would feel closeness and I'm so thankful for that and so it's been this weird tension of the season because I moved out of faith to Tennessee and I feel like I've had such favor like the people that God has put in my life and the new relationships I have and I get to write songs like with people like I get to co-write like three, four times a week. And then I, you know, at gateway and steps into a leadership position by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Um, and like all this, and then at the same time grieving and, you know, and dealing with regret. And, um, that's something I've never really dealt with before until now. And I've really had to learn how to surrender that daily because with regret, I feel like it tried to swallow me. Because right. there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. when somebody's gone. There's n- you can literally not, you can't make anything better. And so it's literally out of my control. And I had, and still have to surrender that regret to the Lord. And um, I'm just thankful for community and being surrounded by people and being honest when somebody asks you, are you okay? Like, how are you doing? And I actually just listened to a podcast this week from, worship you, but Melissa Helser spoke on the humanity of Jesus. Right. And I cried because she talked about how so often when we're hurting and we're really feeling it, we try to turn away from Jesus. Like, don't look at me like I'm upset, but I'm not upset at you. Like just making sure to, <laughs> he knows like, I'm really upset, but not you. I'm not disappointed in you. You're faithful, but don't look at me. I'm really upset right now. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I do that so much because we feel like we have to be strong all the time, right? especially as a, a worship leader and, or any kind of leader or whatever you feel like you have to be strong or, you know, like when you say go through the fire, not smell like smoke, I feel like some people can confuse that with pretending like it doesn't burn. Yeah, totally. Totally. But that's 
So it's talking not about the, the other point. side. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like when people look at you, they won't even be able to tell like that you maybe went through something like that. You're like, they're like, you know, like I believe the presence of God makes you age beautifully. Like, you know, like seriously, physically, like my whole face changed when I encountered the presence of God and almost like my eyes brightened up because I feel like I had a film even over my eyes, which is weird, but it's just, you're so much more alive. You're so much more yourself and um, but yeah, it doesn't mean that it doesn't burn and it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. And I think that we have to learn to really be honest. And like she, she talked about Jesus was human so right. that he could relate with us and feel everything we were feeling. And we need to give him his humanity back and not act like he wasn't human. Like mm -hmm. he was and in that we get a new humanity. You know, right. we don't, we don't have to walk through things without hope like the rest of the world, but at the same time we do feel things and we get to walk through that with Jesus. And I don't have to pretend I can be myself and he shares in the burden with me, but at the same time, I don't grieve without hope. Totally. And you know, the other thing that comes from that is compassion. Oh yeah. You know, you just, you get, you know, and I know through my own experience and, um, just listening to your experience today and carrying your heart and just even, you know, being able to see your face, you know, in this moment is that you, you, we gain so much compassion. Well, we can, if we allow it, I, I truly believe if we, if, if in these moments of suffering, in these moments of what the heck God, yeah. like seriously, mm -hmm. what the heck, yeah. if we will allow it to push us to Jesus, um, there's so much more to be gained through that, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the process of um, coming through on the other side, you know? And I don't believe, you know, this is, I don't believe in a theology of God makes bad things happen to good people right. to try to teach us lessons. Yeah. I, 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 I personally don't believe that. Um, but I do, I do believe that God causes all things to work out together for good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and what the enemy and what sin intended for, you know, for evil, that God will turn it around and make it into good, you know, and, and just back to the compassion that we can gain from suffering, from pain, through hurts, through seasons that we are just totally broken and we are on the floor before Jesus. You can see in the Bible too, that miracles happened. Yeah in the presence of compassion. So even with what's happening in your life, just the beauty. Yeah. The beauty. Like and and how how can God only God could take something that was broken. I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about like people in their messes, mm -hmm. something broken and make it so beautiful. But where it has this power and this incredible ability to to bring beauty to the world around it. Yeah. You know, and to help people. Absolutely. And I think even, even though I'm going like was, you know, going through that and I'm, and it's a lot better now. It's still hard, but it's, it's, you know, I'm definitely experiencing healing and I even got inner healing going to his memorial service. Right. But you know, like I'm still going to worship through everything. And I think that's a testimony and I want my life to be a testimony, even Come when on. I go through hard things. And it's not like I try to, you know, cause there's striving, but I feel like as long as I'm just worshiping through it, 
Yeah. And I'm keeping my eyes fixed on him. Then people see that as a testimony. And, you know, I've said before that, um, and, and heard this before, and I love this is that the enemy, you know, Satan was in heaven in a perfect place and still could not worship. He mm-hmm. still rebelled. And he doesn't understand how we in an imperfect place and in a hard world can still worship God and how angry that makes him. Right. That we can, we still choose to worship in an imperfect place. And I've just made that a preset of my life so that no matter what happens, I don't have to decide what I believe or what I'm going to do. Like I've already made up my mind through everything. I'm going to worship God and believe that he's good. And that has, that's made a firm foundation for me to stand on so that no matter what happens, I'm not like completely shaken off of what, off my belief system, but I've already decided that. And that's brought me through a lot. Brought you through. And if that's all you can do, it's the best thing that you can do. That's bless mm-hmm. the Lord, oh my soul. Yes. It's all that is within me. Bless his, yeah, holy, praise name. his holy name. Mm-hmm. Come on. No matter what, no matter what it looks like, no matter what I'm going through, if all I can do is praise the Lord. It's going to get me to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, would you pray a prayer over hearts and lives that are listening to this today? And perhaps resonating with some of this, you know, no matter what, I'm going to praise the Lord. And just like even you said that you make that, it's a preset yeah, in your life just to praise the Lord. Because um, there's a grace as the children of God to praise God no matter what. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think perhaps um, many are not aware of, hey, we can do this. And in fact, when we do this, it's going to be better. Yes. It's always better with Jesus. So would you pray? Yeah, absolutely. Lord, I thank you so much for your character and your nature that we can depend on. And I pray for all of the listeners who listen to this podcast, Lord, that whatever they're going through and wherever they're at and their journey with you, that they would feel the Holy Spirit so close that anything that would distract from our awareness of you would melt away right now in Jesus' name. And we'd be so aware of how close and how intimate you are, Holy Spirit. And right now I pray that you would resurrect people's hope and that they would expect good from you, Lord, because you are good and you are pouring out good and you are doing good. So I just pray for people's hope to be reignited right now in the name of Jesus, or even to just come up a level of expectancy of what you're doing and what you're going to do. And we just declare truth over hearts that you are good and that you're moving and that we are going to come out on the other side, shining by the power of your presence, God, just covering us. And Lord, I just thank you. And I just pray that worship and songs would arise out of ashes, out of fire, out of storms, and they would glorify you and refine us. And I just pray for those songs. And I just pray, even if nobody hears them, but they bring our own hearts alive, God, I just pray that people would find their voice in the middle of those battles and in the middle of those storms, God, they would find their voice to be able to worship you and that you would honor that and show up and break through and deliver on their behalf. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our refuge, our strength when we're weak. Lord, I pray that we wouldn't be afraid to show you how we're really feeling, but we would press into the strength that you promise us when we're weak. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Wow. What a powerful prayer. Amen. Amen. Bailey, you're a blessing. It was an honor to have you with us. Thank you so much for letting me be on here. So thank you. If you guys want to follow Bailey's uh, journey, (laughs) you can follow her on uh, Instagram, Bailey Hager. (laughs) Uh, You can also follow Madison Street Worship on Instagram as well and look look them up on Spotify. You will be glad you did. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening today. It's our hope and prayer that we would grow together to become our greatest of selves for the glory of God. We'll coexist to help encourage, equip, inspire, and connect worship leaders and teams like you from all around the world. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on up and coming episodes. Connect today with our Wilco community group on Facebook. Please also like our Facebook page if you haven't had a chance yet and leave us a rating as it helps us and helps others find us. We are also online at worshipleaderscollective.com.